chapter thirty six of yon of the windmill this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org yon of the windmill by juliana horatia ewing chapter thirty six the miller's letter a new pot-boiler sold jan was very happy and the brief dream of the juke was over but his heart clung to his old home if love and care if tenderness in sickness and teaching in health are parental qualities why should he seek another parent than master swift and had he not a foster father to whom he was bound by all those filial ties of upbringing from infancy and of a common life a common trade and common joys and sorrows in the past such as could bind him to no other father he begged a bit of paper from the painter and wrote a letter to master lake which would have done more credit to the schoolmaster's instructions had it been less blotted with tears he besought his foster father not to betray him to the cheap jack and he inquired tenderly after the schoolmaster and rufus the windmiller was no great scholar as was shown by his reply my dear jan your welcome letter to hand and i do hope my dear jan it finds you well as it leave me at present i be mortal bad with a cough and your friends as searched everywhere and dragged every place for you including the plains for twenty mile round and down by the water-mill that cheap john be no more your father nor mine and ye'd better not show his dirty vase yearabouts after all he stole but your poor mother she was allus took in by him but she said with her own mouth that woman be no more the child's mother and never was a mother and your mother knowed what's what poor zole and i'm glad my dear jan you be doing well in a genteel line though i did hope you'd take to the mill but work is slack and i'm not what i was and i do miss master swift he had a stroke after you left and confined to the house so i will conclude my dear jan and go down and rejoice his heart to hear you be alive i'd main like to see you jan my dear and so for sartin would he and all inquiring friends and i am till death your loving father were as good and i shan't grudge you if so be you finds a better abel lake p s i'd main like to see your vase again jan my dear jan sobbed so bitterly in reading the postscript that after vain attempts to console him by chaff the bow-legged boy wept from sympathy as to the painter the whole letter so caught his capricious fancy that he was for ever questioning jan as to the details of his life in that out-of-the-world district where the purest breath of heaven turned the sails of the windmill and where the miller took payment for his work in kind it must be a wonderful spot giotto said he and if i were richer just now we'd go down together and paint sunsets and see your friends and he walked up and down the studio revolving his new caprice whilst jan tried to think if anything were likely to bring money into his master's pocket before long suddenly the artist seized a sketch that was lying near and turning it over began one on the other side questioning jan as he drew what do old country wives dress in down yonder what did you wear in the mill where does the light come from in a round house etc 
presently he flung it to jan and in answer to the boy's cry of admiration growled ay ay you must do what you can now for every after touch of mine will spoil it there are hundreds of men giotto whose sketches are good and their paintings daubs but it is only the sketches of great men that sell the public likes canvas and linseed oil for its money where small reputations are concerned the sketch was of a peep into the round-house jan toldish in hand with a quaint business gravity was met by a dame who was just raising her old back after letting down her sack of gleanings with garrulous good-humour in her blinking eyes and withered face chioscuro good dictated the painter execution sketchy colouring quiet to be in keeping with the place and subject but pure you know the scene better than i so work away giotto motto will ye pay or toll it mother price twenty-five guineas take it to what's-his-names and if it sells we'll go to arcadia giotto mio the very thought of those breezes is as quinine to my languid faculties jan worked hard at the new pot-boiler the artist painted the boy's figure himself and jan did most of the rest the bow-legged boy stooped in a petticoat as a model for the old woman murmuring at intervals oh my here is a game and when the painter had left the room his grave speculations as to whether the withered face of the dame were a good likeness of his own chubby cheeks made jan laugh till he could hardly hold his palette it was done at last and jan took it to the picture dealers the poor boy could hardly keep out of the street where the picture dealer lived one afternoon as he was hanging about the window the business gentleman came by and asked kindly after his welfare jan was half ashamed of the hope with which he told the tale of the pot-boiler and you did some of it said the business gentleman peering in through his spectacles only the painting sir not the design said jan and you want very much to go and see your old home i do sir said jan the business gentleman put his gold spectacles into their case and laid his hand on jan's shoulder i'm not much of a judge of genius said he but if you have it and if you live to make a fortune by it remember my boy that there is no luxury which money puts in a man's power like the luxury of helping others with which he stepped briskly into the picture dealers and half an hour afterwards jan burst into the painter's studio crying it's sold sir sold shouted the painter in boyish glee hooray where's that rascal bob oh i know i sent him for the beer giotto my dear fellow i have some shooting boots somewhere if you can find them and a tourist knapsack and but jan had started to find the boots and the bow-legged boy who had overheard the news as he left the house rushed up the street with his head down crying it's sold it's sold and as he ran he jostled against a man in a white apron carrying a pot of green paint to some area railings what's sold said he testily as he recovered his balance you a painter and don't know said the rosy-cheeked boy oh my what sold why i'm sold and it's sold that whaleable picture i was about to purchase for my mansion in piccadilly and feigning to burst into a torrent of tears he darted round the corner and into the public-house chapter thirty six